Capital and Cafe Coffee Capital and Cafe Conversations Capital and Cafe And a whole lot of fun Capital and Cafe Welcome to another episode of the Capital and Cafe My name is Huda and on the show with me every Friday I speak to real estate experts who take us through their journey who talk about to us about the ups and downs in life their embarrassments their positives their mistakes and all the good things they've done in life to be where they are today on the show with me today is another stalwart from the real estate industry his name is Alwin Tan he's the chief customer solutions officer capital and investment joining me all the way from singapore welcome to the show alvin hi buda this is alvin thanks for having me on the show First time I'm doing this, so I'm quite excited as well. Yay! <laughs> and uh, before we get into you know your career and your journey, the first thing I want to ask you, very interesting, is about your fish. Okay. Now, how many fish do you actually own? Uh, you know, because of your love for fish, not just on the plate, but he actually owns two huge fish tanks. If I'm not wrong, can we talk about that, Alvin? Yeah, sure. You know, I, I, I always uh, like to keep fish uh, when I was young and uh, a few years ago, I decided to uh, set up a, a tank, not very big, uh, it's about three feet uh, in size. Mm. And then I decided to keep uh, a very special breed of a fish called the African uh, cichlids, you know, the very mm. colorful ones. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, uh, they, 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 they like the space so much. Uh, I started off with about 10 or so. It grew to about population of 70 to 80. Wow. Uh, and my whole house started to have uh, tanks uh, because every time I see the fish uh, uh, having babies, I would take them out and put in the fish tank, right? <laughs> that was a few years ago. After that, it was too much of a hassle. I just put everyone into a 70, at uh, least a, a, a five feet uh, fish tank. Uh, now the population is about 30 or so. Wow, impressive. That's great. You actually created an environment for them to grow and flourish. Yeah. And uh, also you are a fish mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to ask you, uh, let's let's dive right into your journey and uh-huh. let's, let's go back to when you were a little 12-year-old boy. Um, you turned 12 and after that you've been living alone. Now that's very interesting for a boy who's not even a teenager. Can you talk to us about how that happened? Thanks, Uda. Um, yeah, it started actually way before 12 years old uh, because my, my father works in a bank in uh, Malaysia and every few years uh, he would get uh, posted to different parts of the country. And uh, my parents decided that, you know, as a firstborn, they were, I think they were also experimenting with me to see how can, can I have a more stable education. So at the age of seven or primary one, uh, I started staying uh, with my grandparents uh, already, right? So when it came to um, 12 years old, after I finished the uh, primary five assessment test, that was the equivalent of a PSLE here in Singapore. Uh, I suddenly realized that, hey, as a student in a Chinese school in Malaysia, I have to study uh, six years of uh, secondary school education versus uh, four years in Singapore. So I did not know what drove me to pester my parents to say, hey, you know, uh, don't waste my life in uh, Malaysia for another two years. Uh, let me come up to Singapore. Yeah, that's how I started my, my, my journey here in Singapore at the age of 12. Uh, and uh, 
I've been here for more than 40 years and I never uh, look back. Okay, now I want to ask you this. You were uh, in Singapore for most of your life, but you also went to Germany and uh, many uh-huh. interesting things happened there as a part of your career. Um, while, we, while we will talk about the other interesting factors later, but right now I want to understand your leadership style. Has the West influenced that? Um, yes, I would say so. Uh, living overseas in Germany, um, I was suddenly thrust into a position, you know, before I was even 30 years old, right? To have to take responsibility of an operation on behalf of a Singapore government agency, uh, managing both Singaporeans as well as uh, local staff. Local means the German uh, staff. And uh, we all come from uh, different uh, cultures, different social contexts. Uh, it was really an eye-opener for me uh, managing this uh, diversity of, uh, of uh, people I, I work with, right? There are certain things that you take it for granted in Singapore, for example, asking people about, hey, your family and so on. But when you're in Germany and in the investment countries, those are things that you don't, you don't talk about, right? The privacy uh, part is very critical. So as a, as, a, as a result, you know, one of the key things that I learned being a leader uh, out there is uh, uh, empathy. Uh, that's number one. Number two, as a young officer there in charge of an office uh, with much more experienced person uh, in the company, you also have to learn how to manage uh, that age gap uh, difference uh, and give them the due respect, but you know, still you know, uh, get things uh, done. You know? So those are some of the new things that I pick up, you know, managing diversity, uh, the leadership style that uh, will have to manage both uh, younger staff, more experienced staff, you know, staff from different cultures. Uh, so that I thought was uh, quite uh, interesting for me. You're listening to Capital Land Cafe in conversation with Alvin Tan. Now I'm going to go into this new chapter. So um, a, a massive journey, a long, beautiful journey with many twists and turns and responsibilities that helped you grow, grow and flourish. And uh, now uh, from there to Essendas, which is today Capital Land. So how did that happen? Mm. The usual path for EDB officers exiting, you know, the organization is usually to join MNCs because that's how you know uh, we interacted uh, with uh, the most uh, most of the time. Right. But for me, I always I always thought that uh, with my experience, uh, can I truly help a local homegrown uh, company? Mm. And uh, just a few months before that, you know, uh, I had the chance to work with uh, Shaqing uh, and Bing Kong, uh, who was the CEO for uh, Vietnam, uh, yeah, for, Indo- for Indochina at that point in time, um, about Ascender's uh, thoughts about investing in uh, Vietnam. So they came to ask me for you know, what views and help you know, that EDP can offer them. That's right. how I, I started knowing Shaqing uh, as the CEO of uh, Ascender's then. Hmm. And a few months later, she did ask me, you know, if you are, if you want to consider changing your career, would you like to join Ascenders? And and that's how I end up in Ascenders. Yeah. Right, wonderful. Now let's talk about your role. 
Chief Customer Solutions Officer at Capital Land Investment. So, how does the role function? Um, the CSS role is one that uh, the way we look at it is uh, how do I look at customers engaging um, us right, as a company. Mm. Um, real estate, you know, oftentimes is a lot about uh, local knowledge. Uh, but we, 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 we believe that uh, when customers, especially the larger ones looking at us, uh, they need the local knowledge. Mm. But they also want the efficiencies to be able to work with them. And therefore, you know, the customer solutions, uh, services solutions department essentially has got two different uh, outcomes. The solutions part describes how can we offer ourselves as a one-stop solutions uh, partner to our customers so mm. that they don't have to trouble themselves, you know, working with different parts of organizations having to explain again and again what they do, what they yeah. need uh, and uh, can we offer them that one-stop you know, solutions uh, network, right? And that's how uh, we run the CSS department as a, as, a, as a unit that looks at all the needs, be it countries or asset classes, right? Mm. So we hope that we can be their single point. The services part uh, actually came from an answer to that. Why would a company want to grow with us uh, if we are just another uh, real estate uh, developer, despite mm. all the relationship? So this came about because uh, uh, my boss you know, and also the leadership team here in uh, Capital Land uh, and before that, Sanderson Bridge, um, say something that caught our you know, imagination and that is can a real estate company be more than a landlord and more than a developer mm. so more than a landlord to our customers more than a developer to the local uh, governments so CSS then created these services uh, a part of it to, to, to fulfill that right if you want to be more than a landlord to your customers relationship is key but what value are you creating for them? I think that is something that we hope can bind them closer to us, win new customers that we are not able to serve until now. So that yeah. is the services part. But right. the government is also very critical, right? Because the government going forward will also want to see real estate companies playing a role that can help them in fulfilling their objectives. So, you know, that's where uh, we work on that and last uh, two years ago we created the smart urban co-innovation lab to mm. uh, institutionalize this uh, uh, relationship with our customers as well as with the government agencies so i'm happy to say that in the one and a half years that the lab has been operating uh, we have uh, through this lab uh, engaged more than 700 uh, companies despite covid uh, wow. Many of them are our customers uh, mm. and also many of them uh, are our new customers because of the lab. Right? And uh, on the government side, uh, more than like, 20 government agencies have uh, visited us uh, and uh, at various stages of uh, finding 
uh, ways to work with us uh, to also add value to what they are doing. So, for example, EDB, uh, every week I receive uh, referrals from them uh, mm. to see if the lab can uh, support you know, some of their new prospects or companies uh, in their innovation efforts or in uh, linking up to the network within Singapore. So, that is the way we created the services. Wonderful. Yeah, and uh, and uh, beyond this, uh, so, uh, customers' uh, uh, services solutions, uh, in many of our internal uh, 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 events, uh, you also see us being referred to as a customer solutions and innovation. Right. So the third yeah. part, the innovation part, is uh, created uh, last year when uh, Capital Investments launched the uh, Capital Land Innovation Fund. Uh, and the CSS uh, has been entrusted to uh, administer uh, that program. So uh, today, uh, we do three parts. The solutions part for our customers, the services part as a value creation uh, platform to institutionalize our relationship with the customers as well as the uh, government agencies. And the third part is to drive a culture of innovation uh, within uh, capital land uh, through uh, administrating the uh, award of those uh, funds as well as uh, working with our colleagues to pursue interesting ideas uh, don't worry about you know the money part you know we are able to support them uh, for deserving subjects so these are three works that, three of the work that uh, my team and I do at the CSO yeah so it we would we can safely say that solutions services and innovation this is the holy trinity for you as your role yeah. <laughs> okay now and also can i can i assume that you know you were talking about talking to edb uh, when it came to providing a service and uh, can we safely say that you are in your new organization but also in your old organization <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the common saying, the, there are two things that people refer to EDB. Right? One is the EDB mafia, mm. uh, which is a whole, a whole network of uh, us uh, out, out there. Yeah. That, uh, because of the affinity, uh, it is always often easier for us to pick up a phone and talk to each of these uh, people right? when we need help. The second thing that we do is, uh, that people say about us, is that it's very difficult to take the DNA uh, out of, uh, the EDB DNA out of us. It's just like what my, what uh, Manoha used to say, it's like uh, Hotel California, you can check in, you cannot check out. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I, I see, I see the, the two roles are very uh, synergistic uh, in what we do. Uh, we are introducing uh, concepts on how we uh, engage customers, how we develop industries, how we work with the government agencies as a differentiator for right. capital land, you know, in our future. I think that uh, the two um, actually are pretty synergistic and it becomes a, a, a possible way to differentiate as going forward. Right, right. Very interesting. You're listening to Capital Land Cafe in conversation with Alvin Tan. Now, we're going to move on to our next segment. Very short and very cute and very fishy. Well, this is the contest round and I have a very special contest round for you. I, the reason why I said fishy is because we're going to talk all about fish and test your knowledge on fish. Now that you speak about, uh, you know, growing this entire culture and for fish and organization and building a different fish tank and all the things that you've done for them in the past and basically being a fish mommy. 
Okay. So I'm going to ask you simple questions. Let's see if you know the answers. Okay. First one. What is the term for a group of fish? A school of fish. Yay! Okay. Next one. What wobbly creature has fish in its name but is classified as an invertebrate and not a fish at all? Wobbly a fish with wobbly features. Yeah, it's it's not actually a fish, it's an invertebrate. But its name there is fish, so dash fish. Oh, is it lungfish? No. No, I I I I don't know. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Oh, jellyfish. <laughs> something you'd want to see in the, in the sea. <laughs> yeah, and something that you don't want to be close to. Yeah. Okay. This one is simple. What color is a live lobster? Uh A live lobster is usually a uh, greenish, bluish in color. Yes. Uh yeah, until you put them in the hot water, right? Yeah, but many people just think it comes out red. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Uh last question very simple what is the most popular species of fish to keep as a pet Is either the guppies or goldfish Goldfish that's right wonderful yeah. you've got all the fish you are <laughs> honestly the most uh, knowledgeable person when it comes to fish at least in the capital land uh, universe so anybody who wants to buy a fish or anything that you want to do with fish contact <laughs> Alvin first they call your information and then go into it All right, we're thank you so much for playing uh, this very fishy round with me. Uh, we're going to go into the last bit before I let you go, which is giving us advice um in terms of careers for our listeners. Yeah, I think, you know, Kaplan has been a, a a very interesting journey for for many of us, especially those uh, from uh, Ascend the Singh Beach. Uh barely 3 years uh, into the merger and we see a lot of our possibilities uh, as the company uh, grows uh, restructures uh, for the future um and i enjoy working with many of my colleagues here so i just want to say that keep up the good work uh, but uh, i would leave one couple of things uh, how do we differentiate uh, our success of the past does not guarantee success of the future so work on relationship with our customers uh with so i always say that you know they are in 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 this organization we probably serve two groups of people the group of people who give us money to invest and to grow uh the other people are the uh, ones that pay us uh to you know buy our services uh don't forget uh, that they are a very important uh uh, uh part of the ecosystems for us to to continue to be successful right so how we work with them how we see them as a partner so that uh, the existing ones grow with us uh, the new ones who continue to come and want to be associated with uh, with us will be key uh and personally uh, there's so much for us to learn uh, humility openness to learn and uh, for me as a leader i always remind myself that uh we want to be an authentic leader uh as we grow our business uh take care of our colleagues our our uh, partners you know uh as we journey uh this uh, very interesting uh, future ahead of us wonderful i think every leader that i have had on the show so far has there's one thing common uh with everybody and they all say 
openness and willing to learn i think that is key and exactly what you said as well humility and openness and willing to learn on these wise words of alvin tan we are going to sign out of the show thank you so much alvin for being on the show with me today thank you huda this is the capital land cafe we build conversations over coffee and we just did that with alvin tan chief customer solutions officer capital land investment i will catch you next friday with another guest on the show capital land cafe coffee capital land cafe conversations capital land cafe and a whole lot of fun capital land cafe